All right, here we go. Good morning. How are you? Happy Tuesday, everyone. Now I'm asking you, babe. How are you? Good. You're good. Yeah, I'm good. And you're a little sleepy this morning. Got my morning coffee. Nice, nice. Well, this could be a little bit of a different episode. I. It's like we're gonna have a conversation, but this is like Austin's episode, guys. Like this is the moment he was born for, <laughs> in a way, and um. I had a lot of people come to me and ask me questions about the business side of things. And I know every creative who is doing this full time has their own way of doing taxes or photographers or not just photographers, but, you know, there's other people out there who have to license their work, but people who deal with licensing and, you know, contracts and things like I know there's like probably a million and one different ways to do these things as a creative. I mean, you're your own business. Everybody does their own business differently. But I thought since we were getting a ton of people asking us, hey, what is is licensing? Or hey, what is like, do I need a model release form? Like people came to me all the time asking this stuff. So, and this is kind of Austin's area. I mean, this is my area, but Austin, this is what Austin deals with all the time. So this is definitely your episode, babe. Are you ready for it? No. No? Yes, I am. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm fine. So I guess like starting out, this isn't, this isn't going to be like a conversation conversation. Not going to be like a Q&A <clears throat> either, but it's just like, it's just going to happen. That's, that's just, that's just it. It's just going to be what it is. <laughs> so... <laughs> Obviously, if you're listening to this one, you're maybe you're not already a full time creator. Maybe you want to be a full time creator. Obviously, I hope you do if you're listening to this and you're kind of wondering, you know, what you have to do. So, I guess, babe, Austin, I mean, I gotta stop calling you babe on the podcast, but Austin. Like, go ahead and, like, kind of tell everybody, like, how we started. Like, I know when I first moved to Charlotte, I was taking pictures of people, like, mostly collaborating, trying to build my portfolio, trying to meet models, trying to get, like, my name out there. So I don't think we were really doing too much with, you know, contracts and having the right insurances. I I don't think we were, like thinking too much about that I think we were solely thinking creatively and getting the right equipment and you know being able to compete and I think it was when maybe like I was here for a year when we started working with brands when you stepped back and said okay like we gotta have this stuff in play so kind of tell everyone a little bit like what you did like you know what sparked that first, like, okay, we need to get serious and we need to get professional? Because I feel like we did it pretty early. I mean, we were, what, like, 18, 19 when we, when we first thought of that. Like, I would have never thought about that if I, with, without you. That well, would because being a creative, like, I think so creatively, I, would, I just wouldn't have thought about the business side of things. <laughs> I yeah, guess. I mean, I guess when we first started, we started as anybody else would, which would be, like, considered a sole proprietor and 
we started like that because like you don't want to go and spend all the money and like Cameron just said we were putting our money towards other things with the right. business and trying to grow other things rather than spend a bunch of money on becoming an actual even though a sole proprietorship is an actual business we decided to hold off on that and make sure that what we were doing was going to be like legit and make us money before we made that investment into it so then we did started working with brands we did what do we do we we started working with a lot more brands i want to say than just one brand and right we, all like one time it felt like yeah too. and after that we started getting money in and more and more money and more and more money and then we thought that it would be or i thought and my mom thought cuz she's also not a part of the business but <laughs> CEO. Me. Yeah, she she helps us uh she helps us make decisions like that. And we uh we decided that it would be best to become an LLC, which is a limited liability company or corporation. I don't know. I oh, know it's a company. And um when we did that, it cost a lot more money, but it also afforded us the protections of what a limited liability company does or gets you. So um, you can honestly thank Sophia for that one. That's why we... Shout out Sophia. That's why we officially then. switched over is when we really did it because she cut herself with a knife, even though she wouldn't be the one to sue us. But that's... Right. That's just what... They, like Things can happen on yeah. shoots that you're not totally prepared for. Like We've done a lot of dangerous things. Like when we shot for Aja fragrances, you know, we were on top of a freaking cliff. You know, people could have fallen off or. Yeah, and got seriously hurt. And that's why we decided to not be personally responsible. And that's if you're a sole proprietor, you're going to be personally held responsible for that. So is that like the main difference? Because I'm still not like 100% on this. Yeah, no, yeah. So the main difference is uh, when you're a sole proprietor, there's no. clear difference between you and the business you are you are the business and the business is you right right with the llc you have a little bit of form of separation where it's cameron hayes photography llc and you're cameron hayes so you're like you're separated even though i think in the taxes eyes it's the same as a disregarded entity but so this is not tax advice oh yeah we forgot oh to say my gosh that. we forgot <laughs> to say that oh my gosh maybe we should put that in the yeah thing. so like just to be clear like we're not giving business advice. We're not giving consultant advice. We're not giving financial advice. We're not giving legal advice. And we're not giving tax advice. This is strictly what we do as a business, as business owners. This is literally just what we do. Everybody does it. Like I said, everybody does it differently. You know. Yes. And if you want a professional opinion, go to a professional. Yes, don't go to us. I mean, you can ask us questions and we can try and help you out, but it will not be legal advice for all of you listening. Yeah, don't go and say Austin the camera told me. Yeah, because we're literally 21 and 22. We're not professionals, so. Yes, and it worked out in our favor, but it doesn't go for everybody. So um, that's kind of like the the structure of our business right now. We're not we're not anything like an S corp or C corp. We're just a single member LLC. I'm actually, believe it or not, contracted by my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. She she is my boss sugar mama. babe. I'm yeah. a boss babe. She really is. So she is. Uh, I'm a. Oh, can you just hear my swallow? Yeah, <laughs> I just swallowed my coffee. It was soap. I was like loudest. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So I'm a. Uh, I'm an independent contractor. And she is actually the only member in the LLC. 
that's how we have whoop, it set up. Whoop. And she has also other other independent contractors like my mom and a couple other people that work for us. But yeah, we do have some family that work for us, so which is not bad, but that's it can be a struggle. Yes, but it can be. Anyways, it's uh, not recommended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like another thing we had to do was we really had to study when we were getting. I remember when we were getting to get really like we need to be professional, like we need to be prepared when we, you know, because a lot of, uh, another thing is, is like we would meet up with brands like at coffee or like just at meetings and stuff to talk. And we were just like so unprepared and, and we we're so young and just didn't <clears throat> know. We didn't educate. We were so caught up in the creative lifestyle of it all. Not saying I think it kind of sounded luxury because it wasn't. It was just really fun. We were just caught up in the fun part of being a creative, and we kind of forgot that. Oh yeah, we're also trying to run a business, and we're also trying business. to stay protected. Yeah, we're also business owners. At the end of the day, you know, you're not just a photographer. You're not just a artist. You're not just a creative director or whatever. You're a business owner at the end of the day. So. We also had to, we bought so many books for dummies. <laughs> we bought we shout out to those books. Yes, we literally got so many books and read over so many things, watched so many YouTube videos, and we so we really had to start studying as photographers. We really had to start studying copyright and license copyright law and licensing. And I think that was a that was like the main thing that was asked to me, like you know, what is licensing? What is licensing? Well, you know? Yeah, and that that is a big question. But I like people don't realize like contract and law, like that legal stuff and licensing is sorry, I said contract copyright and licensing is a big thing on the photography side, right? Right. But then you have to deal with like literally everything else, right? And like. You know, you have accountants that argue, well, keeping good books is more important than, you know, copyrights. And the photographers are going to argue that, oh, my copyrights are more important than right. keeping good books. So right. it all depends on like, so Cameron took her time and she studied, studied, she, she looked over and read books about copyright law and like pictures, ownership, ownership rights of photos, which is pretty simple in North Carolina. You basically take the picture it's you own the copyrights. I don't think it's to just it. North Carolina. I think it's all over at least the United <laughs> States. No, right? it's it's different in different states. Oh no. Okay. Well, North I, Carolina's I'm, got it down. I'm pretty sure it's similar, but I think there are some cases where it's where it's different. Like, and I know like the whole you take a picture thing and it's your copyright isn't always a hundred percent. Like, it can be, and it can scare people into thinking that. But you have to go and get it registered at the, you know the whoever read the treasurer i don't know who does it the department of which we've done yeah for you know campaigns and stuff we've we've actually went and registered our copyright so yeah typically like all of our big brand shoots all of our big campaign shoots we go and get them actually registered with the um what what's the name of the place i i don't know we go and get them registered officially so if anything were to ever come up it's pretty much like if you give it to a lawyer that's guaranteed like right you're gonna get i don't want to say money but you're you're gonna get it off whatever website's using it illegally because right. it's it's registered with the right place. you know and we we started doing this and because 
we honestly started doing this maybe even like a few months after we were working with brands because we obviously didn't do it right off the bat because I don't think we just knew. I think we were so excited to work with brands and we just kind of didn't know. And so, but we started doing this because we, more Austin than myself, I was really excited to get like recognized and work with brands. I was, so I was kind of just caught up in that. But then Austin made me realize, you know, they're making money off of your photos. And one, they didn't pay you at all because I was working for free at this time for brands because I was just, again, I was so excited to work with them. And so, you know, he's saying, one, they're not paying you at all. And two, they get to use your your photos forever. You know, you didn't give them a licensing or anything. They get to use your photos forever and make money off of them forever, however long they want to. Yeah, and that really that really came up on one particular shoot, you know, we were, we were shooting for them and we weren't, or we were, if we were getting paid, it was like pennies on the dollar for what it should have been. Or it was like in product or something. And it was just like, I started looking up like what, this is when we were growing and blossoming into a, (laughs) the, the photographer she is now. And I started looking up like what professional commercial photographers do. And like the first thing you always see is licensing. Because that's how they make their money. Because I didn't think it was right that you'd get paid fifteen. Excuse me, <laughs> you get paid fifteen hundred dollars, right, for one shoot, and then this company goes and uses your photo for five years, and they make ads and they do this and they do that with your photo. That's your photo, just like it's these singer songs, right? Right. So I just didn't, and that's what that's like, kind of what sparked my interest in looking into it, and like, okay she's going to be professional. Well, then we got to like treat it like a professional. You got to do what the professionals do. And that is have a licensing contract. Well, and it's amazing. I feel like we've talked about this in an episode, but you know, I think we're going to get a little bit more into depth in this episode, but it's actually amazing how many brand owners or, you know, business owners get offended. Like when you hit them with a licensing, they're like, or they're just like, oh, well, you know, you're taking pictures of, we've had this happen several times. <clears throat> oh, you're taking pictures of my product, so it's my photo. <laughs> no, it's really not. Paying for a service is not paying for copyright. Yeah. It's not. And anybody that goes, anybody that's a photographer that goes out and essentially sells their copyrights or says you can. Which we don't do right now. I don't know if we'll ever do it. I don't I don't want to sell my copyright. That's my photo. I made it. You would that for art. the right price. It would right. be extremely expensive. It has expensive. to be like a whole entire yearly salary for me to sell it. I think. I mean, I just I just think that's like the worst idea you can do, especially if it's for a brand. Now, like obviously you're not gonna license you're not gonna do paid licensing out to just normal people. I mean, I was we talked about this previously, I think, but we personally go and license all of our photos out. To anybody who gets pictures taken, it's not always paid. It's not. It's usually indefinite for people that are like just doing it for light or for weddings or senior pictures, which we don't do anymore. But it's always it just has the stipulations in there that shows who owns the photos because, like, what we did a wedding, uh, we did a wedding before, right? And that company that made the dress wanted to use our photos. Yes. And like, yes. Th- it's that specific thing. Why you have to have that because you have to know who... Even for a wedding. Yeah, you have to know who the owner of the photo not just, is. Not just if you work with brands. Like, yeah. I mean, well, 
Or in if, that in that case, it did kind of go with a wedding and a brand, but yeah. you know, it, it it's just stuff happens. I mean, there's there's pictures that photographers take <laughs> of families, and you know, people like Costco go and use it on their page. Yeah, or, they won't do that, yeah, but or, you know what I mean. Like, or they go and happens. use it as a stock photo because it's just out there posted, and they're like, okay, right. yeah, nobody's gonna care about this, right? And they go and use it, and they're like, oh, I didn't know. That's why it's extremely important to have these certain contracts and licensing and copy knowing copyright law. I mean, that's why it's just extremely important to have these things in place. If you are a business owner and a creative, you know, because we get screwed over all the time. <clears throat> yes. And people that sell art to brands or let brands use art get screwed over big time mm-hmm. if they don't have those in place, because you guys got to think about it. They're making money off your photo, you are driving revenue for them. You are, you have to be included in that money. Somewhere, some way, somehow, you have to be included. If it's your photo, and you've took that photo, you have to be included in, somewhere they have to pay you. And that's just, that's just like the fact. And you're right, there's so many brands out there that when you say licensing, there's, there's two types of people. There's people that shut down, or there's three types of people. There's people that just know it, and they already have it in mind. They already know what they're going to pay you for the licensing and know how long. Typically bigger brands because <clears throat> they know what it is. <clears throat> then there's people that are have the willing to learn. So there's people that like they don't know, but they want to <laughs> they want to uh, learn about it and figure it out and see if it's the right path for them to go down to. And there's people that completely shut down where they see it and they're like, oh, hell no, we're not doing that shit. Right. Like. I don't own my photo, blah, 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 blah. Well, and those people aren't going to go very far in their own business. Well, no, so. they're going to come to a point where they're going to keep paying for shit photographers or low low photographers. and Or not, just photographers who aren't <clears throat> commercial or not whatever professional photographers that can like, like as a professional photographer, especially in the commercial area, we like sell your brand. We try to give you an image that you want to promote. And some photographers are great at taking pictures, but some photographers aren't good at selling a brand. And, like, that's what you pay for when you pay for a com- commercial photographer. Well, Cameron, you pay for her art and her look and also her willingness to work with you and, you know, develop what your brand wants and wants to see and the vision it wants to go down. But I just didn't – we've had a, so many clients that do that, that hear it and go, hell no. Right. See and, you later. Or Don't even take the time. so many potential clients, yeah. not even clients anymore. You know, we've had – and it – it shouldn't scare them if they would actually take the time to actually to read. I think <clears throat> when anybody gets hit with a legal contract, it's it's scary. Well, and it's it, I'm never that way because like you just it, it's like you just got to read it. Yeah. People that you just get have scared to read it and know what they, you're doing. They don't understand it. People anybody that gets fearful of things like that. It's nine times out of ten. They don't understand what they're what they're talking about. Or you don't they don't understand what you're talking about. So their first instinct is to either get mad or just completely shut down. I mean, it's just that's just a common thing in the in the human brain. Like Well, and it's just like the brand a brand that we were going to work with. And you could tell off the bat that the that the brand owner was scared of the contract and you know that they were like, Oh, well, you're not gonna hit me with uh, you know, a few months later, I can't use this photo anymore, blah blah blah. Like no, that that's not. If yeah, that's we've not had what the contract so many people saying. say that. Like we've had so many people say, "Oh, so when the licensing's up, you're just gonna come back, take the photos, and sue me." No, no. like that's not. Like read the contract. <laughs> I was about to say, like we would. First of all, we would never, 
ever do that unless you were really, really going against we, the things in the contract or just blatantly ignoring us or blatantly disrespecting us. But we're just not that type. We're not those type of people. Yeah, no. There, there's tons of photographers out there that do that. There's that tons make of photographers doing who, that. who, yes, who will make a contract <clears throat> and let's say like the term c- goes up and like a month, two months, whatever, however long, they won't even warn the people. Me, we like to, or me and Austin like to tell the people, hey, you know, your licensing is coming uh, to an end. Like, just want to go ahead and let you know and give you time to think about if you maybe want to renew it or yada, yada, yada. We can, we're more than happy to discuss. That's what we always do. We we at least try and talk. Like, we're not going to just say like, oh, you know, whatever like we're not just gonna come up and say oh you're sued for still having our foot no like that's just that is just so stupid yeah and like uh to add on to that there's photographers out there that literally take pictures for the sole purpose knowing they're gonna get taken and used somewhere like kind of like stock imagery like it's people make hundreds of thousand dollars a year doing that and it's crazy but it's kind of sad i mean it's kind of low it's kind of scummy well it's kind of like dang you're really it's like, it's like you're you're trapping people. <laughs> you're like you're trapping people. Like you know this photo's gonna get taken to used on something, and you're like you're just waiting. Like oh yeah, I know I'm gonna get that bitch. Like no, yeah, like I, just, I know like, I'm gonna get him. Like literally, go out and work, dude. <laughs> like, but I mean, but. so that's I mean, I can back to back to what we were talking about with the licensing. Um, I don't want to like go and list things off, but I do want to like have like the main talk about like the main part of our licensing agreement. Where is it? Just the licensing or? Oh, we can, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, we can talk about, like, all not all of our contracts, but we have a video license, a retail photography agreement, a model release form, which you have to have if you take pictures of models. Don't go and take pictures of models unless you have a model release form. Right. Especially for commercial. Or especially, like, if you, and you sell your prints <clears throat> or something, too. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't just, like, sell prints, like. And not have the model, like, be okay with it. Yeah, for real. <laughs> and then uh, release the liability, that comes back to when Sophia cut herself or, you know, when we had those models standing on top of rocks. We can't get held responsible if they break their leg or hurt themselves or cut themselves. And then a collaboration agreement, which is nothing. Which we do, but we do do that It just because... That just is more of, like, states what each party is going to give each other. Like, it's just making right. sure we understand, like... Why we're you, here, yes, what we're doing. For no payment, of course. Right. You know, Nobody's getting paid. Right. Exactly. And so, on our photo license agreement, I mean, like, the main part is obviously... Did you hear that? <laughs> I think I think it might have picked it up. That was my neck cracking. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> we have, um, obviously, the license. We do a non-exclusive. I'm going to gonna read parts and bits of that all right yeah yeah you can just so we're we have a non-exclusive limited license uh for the following work that's what it's called again this is just what we do yes don't take and you can find you can find templates everywhere i mean we we took templates and then we had um way back when we had a one of our lawyers look it over and uh no we actually did you remember jason I know. Okay, I was about to say we had one. Of, <laughs> we had uh, one of our lawyers look it over and just make sure there was no like clerical errors or anything. But like the biggest part is obviously stating what type of license it is. Mm-hmm. For us, it's a non-exclusive, which means it's non-exclusive to that party. 
right? right. We, me and Cameron can use the photo. So if you have signed into an exclusive relationship with a party, mm-hmm. only them, they, whoever it is, can use that photo. Ooh, Nobody no. else can, right? Which I, I actually does happen quite a bit. Not to us, but like... <clears throat> you I, pay I a it, lot more money for that. Right. I see it happen a lot like in LA and like to photographers over there. I never... I don't think that they can even... I think they can say, hey, I took that photo, right? But it's, I don't... It's kind of like what happens with music. When they sign into these contract deals, usually it's an exclusive license. So you sign into this and you're basically signing like all my work is yours and it's theirs. Like, right. Usually music's way dirtier than that. So yeah. it might be I think music even is scummier. Really, really, people... I want to talk to somebody in music because I really think... You know, because you see it all the time. People use it's a dirty business on YouTube. People use people's songs all the time, and it's just like, yeah. I mean, so that's how that works. Yeah, we need to talk to somebody. That would be interesting. So the non-exclusive part means we can use it if we want to, and we can make prints with it. We can sell the photo. We can do whatever. Right. You know, not that we would ever give it to a competing brand, but if you wanted to be that photographer in like. Well, again, that goes back to just yeah. who we are as people. Not everybody's like this, but I, I, you know, if I look back at a photo and I'm thinking, oh, I want to sell that as a print, I would, depending on if it's a, if there's like a brand in it, like of clothing or swimwear or whatever, and if and the model, whoever's modeling it, yeah, we I'm always make wanna, sure. I want to say like, hey, is this okay? Mm-hmm. You know, you just got to be a good person at the end of the day. Like, just if you're a decent human being, then all go well. <laughs> yeah, right. And then uh, the second part of that is a limited license, which means there's a limited scope on what the pictures can be used for. An unlimited license means there's no bounds on what the picture can be used for. So, like, so give like an example. Like, what do you? What so do you for us, we have the restrictions, right? Mm-hmm. Usually, oh, right, unlimited right. licenses don't have that, and I don't know. I don't know if that stipulates the term unlimited. I don't think that means the term. I just think it means like what the picture can be used for. So like we have a limited, so we have a very like scoped view of what the pictures are used for advertisement, this, 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 like mm-hmm. they, they state to us what it's going to be used for. They, we typically don't wouldn't come after somebody if they decided to use it in the print, as long as they let us know or something like that. You know, that's, that's stuff you all right. talk about when you're when you're dealing with this license and you're getting it set up. Right. <clears throat> Move up. Sorry. And that's kind of like unlimited means they have they can do whatever with the photo, right? Right. Limited means limited. <laughs> yeah. Pretty pretty self explanatory. Well, and there. I think we put that is that that's where we put like you can't use it unlawfully and yeah. you can't use it like on a porno site or something you know what i mean is that that's like basically where we say that yeah right yeah so okay so it's because yeah some people use photos for some weird shit guys if you didn't already know that (laughs) yeah okay so i just want to look it up make sure i was right what that like it's the it's the usage rights that's basically what that means okay so then going back and then the biggest, the next biggest thing is obviously the ownership. And I know, like, this might be getting a little, little boring when it comes to talking about licensing, but no, it's fine. I mean, this is just <clears throat> what we do. Yeah, this, I mean, this is, is like kind of really. I feel like, like we said, the in, meat in the, and potatoes. Yeah, I feel like licensing is something 
we've talked about a few times in other other episodes briefly, like just kind of mentioned it, and we're always like, oh, well, you know, we'll do an episode where strictly on that. So here it is. Sorry if you're bored, but if you want to get into this, especially if you're a photographer, then listen up. Right. <laughs> this is what we do. Anyways, Ben. Hold on, I'm looking something <laughs> up. Sorry. What are you looking up? I'm, you can keep talking. I'm just hold on. Okay. Well, wait. Where where are you on right now? I I'm totally looking spaced. up. I'm looking up Google on uh, um a license issued by the commission allowing the holder to conduct. What? Just yeah. No. Okay. We never can mind. Just, well, well, we can just. I'm pretty sure I'm right <laughs> about that, but. Like I said, take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. Um, ownership <laughs> of photos, right? That's like the biggest, that's another big one. And to make sure like your client reads that and right, like we want to make sure like we always, always point that out to our clients that we, they know we, you, Cameron Hayes remains the sole owner of the photos. Like the we have it. right holder. Yeah, yeah. We have it right here. Like the license is granted herein. I don't want to, I mean, should I read it word for word? No, it's okay. okay. And I it think says, we'll get it. <laughs> yeah, it says, will remain the sole and exclusive owner. Yes, which, because, which we made sure to put that in there. Going back a, a little bit, what we said earlier, we made sure <clears> to put that in our licensing because I think people, a lot, a lot, a lot of brands, a lot. Like when I say a lot, I mean so many brands said, you know, oh, why do I have to license photos that have my product in mm-hmm. it? They, they just do not understand that, again, you are paying for the service. You're paying to license these photos. You are not paying to own the copyrights of these photos. You're not. And we had this one brand who really didn't understand it, especially because we hadn't done it with them. And we this is a brand that we worked with kind of before we were doing all this. And then they wanted to us to work for them again. And... You know, they so they they really didn't understand, especially when you go from you're getting kind of into the business world and you're getting to kind of learn everything so on your own. And so they just really didn't understand at all. And we just don't do copyright release right now in our career. <laughs> We're just still well, more so... or less. Nobody wants to pay for it. Cause I mean, like nobody here, nobody in North Carolina wants to do that right now. I mean, you're. This it is all, LA. I guess you could sell your copyrights for 50 bucks if you really wanted to. Which that would be actually, I'm sorry, if you would ever do that, I would judge yeah, you. There's, sorry, there's no set number that you have to sell your copyright for, but, you know, you just typically you want to like, okay, you'd have to do a lot of diligence and due diligence to see like how much money this person could make off your photo and then probably judge it off that like, I don't know if they're using a photo and something in the the image is like $75 and they, I don't know, sell uh, 50 million of them. You know, you, you and then you have to judge if they want to buy your photos. You have to do the math somehow, figure out the right price and then sell them. But I would, you wouldn't never want to do that because then you're just done with that photo and that's no longer your photo anymore, legally. Right. And so kind of go into that a little bit more with I kind of want to go into copyright a little bit more because I feel like there's so much to talk about with it kind of tell tell people why like a little bit more about because especially if there's brand owners that are listening right now explain a little bit 
I don't know how to say this without saying things that we've already said. How is it, how is it not their photo when their product is in it? Because a lot of brand owners just really don't understand. It's not their photo because what is their product without a photograph, right? Right. You're, the photographer is the person creating that marketing piece, Mm -hmm. that picture that's the photographers doing. If they want to go out now, they could have they could hire work for hire. And I think right? a lot of I think a lot of brands were expecting us. They to do just that. I think a lot of brands assume when they hire a photographer, it's work for hire. Which work for hire means you wouldn't own the copyrights, and they have to do the brand would have to approach you and say, "Hey, this is work for hire. You have to know what you're getting yourself into." No brand does that though. No, they just assume, and that's wrong for the brand to assume that oh, I'm just going to have them go take my pictures and it's going to be my photo, right? Right, which I think a lot of photographers in our area who work with brands who don't have these licensing in place, I think that they were doing work for hire. Like like a few photographers in our area that we know that mostly shoot weddings and they're like, oh, well, you know, I haven't ever had to license photos. Are The brands that we talk to, they say all the time, oh, well, I've never had to license photos. Oh, I've never had to do, do that. And, you know, they've always just been my photos. Well, guess what? You're not working with a professional <laughs> commercial photographer. Now you are. Yeah. If you want to work with us, but sorry, you were working with a wedding photographer In, or a just a portrait. You know, you're not working with somebody who who knows this stuff. I guess. Yeah, and in North Carolina, I mean, if you go to a judge and you say this person says, "Hey, it's my photo. My stuff's in it." Now, what you can do is you can get sued for trademark. You know, okay. You can get trademark sued. Which means you take a picture of Bank of America building, right? You know, you know how Bank of America didn't want when we got approached by that security guard, didn't mm-hmm. want their building in the background, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tell them about that. Yeah, we were taking pictures in Uptown Charlotte, and we were uh, <clears throat> we were on a parking on, deck, like on the top of it. I think it happened two times. Yeah. No, remember we were on like their actual ground, and Bank of America was in the background. Oh, yeah. And the person's like, "Hey, you can't take pictures of that. It's a it's illegal to take pictures of that." Which, in some cases... Nobody it, cares about Bank of America. Bank of America does, <laughs> right? Like, nobody... I'm sorry. I'm nobody sorry, cares Bank about you, though, right? <gasps> that hurts. I know. I'm just saying, <laughs> right? I'm just saying, like, you don't care about it, but Bank of America does, right? They care about, like, making sure they're getting paid where their money's due, uh, right? Yeah, that's true. And then, like, <clears throat> what was that one in the parking deck? Was that Bank of America, too? I... It might have been. I think it might have been, because Bank... Isn't... Can't you see the Bank of America in, in Uptown Charlotte? Like that huge even sign. even Queen City, the Queen Crown. Yeah. Right. You can't take that and use that for money. Right. Like if you were to well, use duh. that for money, because it's you, trademarked, isn't it? Yeah, you would get you would get sued or something like that. So like there's there's those stipulations. Like if you take pictures, like that's why we always make sure. Like if you ever look at our photos, like if you see sun kiss or you can oh like clearly gosh, tell it's yeah. a coke can and it's like blurred out because that it's like <laughs> we did a photo shoot for a sunglass company and I thought this picture was so cute. And it had the freaking sun kiss smack dab in the, in the middle, right of the photo. in the middle. And I'm like, I can't use that. I mean, you can like if you're not working maybe for a brand, another brand, like you could like if you're not using it for money, right? There, I think their issue wasn't necessarily that it wasn't a good photo or that 
it was more like they were scared that they were going to get Sunkiss's attention if right. they made money off of it. And then Sunkiss has the right because they're you're essentially using their likeness, right? right. You're using Sunkiss's likeness to sell that picture. Right. You know, think well, about Well, because I, so I see some pictures on Instagram of people with co- Coca-Cola things or Pepsi things or um <clears throat> like McDon like McDonald's something like that. Golden Arches. I don't think that I don't really know I can't remember like the exact photos. I don't remember if they were like advertising clothing lines. I don't think they were. I think people were just shooting and having fun or whatever, but I see that all the time too. Yeah, I mean, typically like in a lower tier What are you doing? I'm trying to Oh, typically to in a lower tier um, <laughs> photo shoot like something that's not going to be generating millions of dollars in revenue. It's not going to get their attention. But you can believe that there's somebody out there that's monitoring that stuff. Yeah. Because they're going to, they have the money and means to come after somebody that's using their photo. So we always be sure to blur stuff out. (laughs) We always make sure to blur stuff (laughs) like that out and like make sure it's not in our photos. And plus like when you're, it's always like good due diligence. Like when you're taking pictures for a brand to like make sure there's not other brands or other thing you're repping in the photo. Right. Right. So right. if you're shooting for like Adidas, you don't want to be wearing like Nike. A, a Nike sweatshirt. <laughs> yeah. And Nike, Nike's a good example. They've been known to come after people for copyright infringement or trademark infringement. You know, that's usually what it's called. It's called copyright infringement. Wouldn't and also like for the photographer in this case, I've seen like a <laughs> lot of, I've this is kind of like on the same thing, not really with trademarking or anything, but like, I think like, also, if like, say you're trying to, like you're a photographer and you're taking photo of a model and you're trying to advertise lingerie, let's just say lingerie or swimwear or something like that. And you got the model wearing these huge diamond, like such distracting jewelry. Like there's some jewelry that looks really good with and makes, you know, the lingerie look nice and everything. But it's almost kind of distracting too when you, when you clash brands to get like it's not all just like oh you probably shouldn't do that but when you clash things like it's like what's the selling point now yeah we were looking at that one photo and it was just like what in the world is being sold yeah i don't know what i'm looking like unfortunately i do see that a lot the picture's beautiful Mm -hmm. like that's a beautiful photo it just doesn't sell the brand right well let's get back to what we're talking about okay sorry yeah we're kind of getting off track yeah that's just what we do we just (laughs) start we start rambling on what were we talking about copyright right 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 so I mean, we kind of like, we, we kind of went over a little bit, but like, I think it's every photographer's responsibility to understand copyright, make sure you understand what copyright infringement is, what is and isn't copyright, what makes you the owner of copyrights. And if you're in North Carolina, it's pretty easy. It means you take the picture, it's your copyrights. If you want that extra layer of protection, you go and get it registered. Right. 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 Because at the end of the day, you know, <clears throat> I'm looking up what the damn thing is. It's pissing me off. OK, because Go at ahead. the at the end of the day, you know, uh, at least here, like we said, in North Carolina, this is just how we think in, in the law here. But yeah, at the end of the day, you take the photo. It's yours. There's oh. you. can. It's literally what? It's just called copyright dot gov. OK. Well, look it up, guys. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, and if you want to get if you want to get any information, go to their website 
and that's going to be like the best information you can get. It's going to be hard as hell to read and it's going to be boring, but that's just what you got to do when you want to know your shit. Well, unfortunately, you know, it's not, this is, this is the stuff that you got to talk. You got to know if you're trying to, as a photographer, be, do this full time. And you just, you, you got to, it's just better for you to know that too, because then you know what you're doing in the brand. It's also like if it's, if you're working with a brand, it kind of like it should instill confidence in you. Like the brand should instill confidence in you. You know what I mean? If you know what you're talking about. Exactly. Because like if you get questioned by a brand, which we've had multiple times, it's also called the library of Congress. If we get, when we get questioned by a brand, <laughs> you're so um, random. like, and you like stutter and hesitate. Like I remember doing that in a in a meeting, and I was like, "I'm never." Well, we were literally nineteen. I'm never doing that again because it like was so bad. We did it, and of, of course, we did it in front of somebody that had been in the business or that was a lot older than us and could definitely pick up on our nervousness. And yes, not- and she was hitting us with these hard questions, like, "Well, why should we <clears throat> hire you? You know, why why shouldn't we go hire so and so?" I'm like, "Well, not necessarily. I don't like, know." <laughs> not necessarily that, but like, yeah, like trying to like sell yourself on the spot, which like obviously if you're a good salesperson, that's not a not a struggle for you. But like talking about copyrights and like making you explain that shit on the spot was so hard. And like they could tell, <clears throat> damn, my voice is getting raspy. <laughs> they could tell um, that we were like very new and like, oh, well, it goes like, back we, to, we don't know why, but we have it in place. <laughs> it go, yeah, it go. Yes. That's another thing. You need to know this stuff just because, yeah, you need to be confident when speaking to these brands and saying, Hey, I know the law. I know what every, what I'm supposed to get paid or I'm supposed to, you know, I'm no, I'm supposed to get recognized for these photos or, <laughs> you know, whatever. It, if you're sitting up straight and, you help and, you hold yourself with confidence. Yes, no stuttering. Like if if you yeah hold yourself with confidence, you just it it's that much better for you. You get taken more seriously. I was about to say right then and there, you will if if something was not going in your way, you will completely turn the tables on that person when they when you have the confidence in questioning them and explaining it to them. You're gonna you'll see their whole demeanor change. Right? We've we've done it. You know we right. we we're still working on our like. You know, I'm still working on my sales part of my. I mean, it's know, hard. It's. Uh, it's, it, you're, it's. I think you're always learning in a business. You're always if you're if you're not learning, then you're doing something wrong. Like you're constantly learning and getting better at something. And for uh, for me, it's that. For Cameron, it's whatever she's learning or trying to get better at. Well, and you know, it it's <clears> tough <throat> just because you have gotta definitely be a people person as well. Like you, you can't go and meet somebody you know, and like, and talk about a shoot, like, especially if it's like a brand owner or something like that, you can't go and meet them to at a meeting and like, go look at your feet the whole time and say, and you know, talk, talk like this. And da, da, da. No, you have to hold yourself high. And especially if you're young, but like not be arrogant, right? Don't be arrogant and say, Oh, why? Well, you know, yeah, don't be an I'm asshole. better than you. And right. I, I know what I'm talking about. And you don't. So like, shut up. Right. Yeah. Don't know. You don't have to be like that. But I mean, me and Austin are still very young. You know, Austin's 21. I'm 22. We don't get taken seriously a lot in this business. Anybody that's young. Yes. I think we, especially if we're meeting with people who have been doing this for 20, 25 years, especially with them, because let me tell you something, they think that they know what's up and, but then they've never worked with anybody that's 
license their photos before. So it tells you really what, you know, what all they really know. And, you know, I've talked to other photographers about this one-on-one because especially I've talked to more experienced photographers who have, who have more experience in the licensing and all that stuff. And, and, you know, the ones that I've talked to, they do it all differently. Like they're not all the same. So sometimes I get different answers, but sometimes they just tell me like, look, they just might not be your client. Yeah. You know, they might not be for you. I mean, like <clears throat> it's your responsibility to clarify, um, any errors or anything they might have a question on. Like, they want if they want to question licensing, and sure you need to know it well enough if you're going to be doing it to answer those questions. But it, <clears throat> it's not your job to like teach that shit to them. Like no. we struggled that we struggled with that a lot. Like these brands that don't get it, we like go over and this and that. We like, look up links like, for them and yeah. we send them links to <clears throat> websites. That's just not our. We don't do that anymore because it's not our job. Like, look, if you want to work with us, we have these things in place and. What? Are you like, I think you're like losing your voice. I don't know. It's like weird, like weird in the back of my throat. Like I can't get it out for some reason. <laughs> <clears throat> hey, there it went. Um, <laughs> wow, it really did. It just came out. All right. Well, that's disgusting. We, uh, <laughs> what was I saying? Like when we work with these brands, like we explain it to them and we do our best trying to explain it to them and clarifying any questions they may have, but we do not go in and teach them about the stuff. No, you know, if they want if they job. want a couple of links, we'll send them a couple of links, but that's all we're going to do. We're not going to sit here and say, "Oh, blah 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 blah." Like we we do this because of that. We we, you know, this is why like that's well, their responsibility as a business right. to understand that. Like it is. if you're hiring a professional photographer, know who you're hiring. Right. Right? Know who you're hiring and you know, it, it, I think that's something I I definitely want to get out there as well. If you are a business anyways, not only should you know who you're hiring, but you should just know this stuff anyways. You need to teach yourself this stuff anyways, because <clears throat> as a business, as a, like, especially if you're a clothing line or not even a clothing line, everywhere you see photography, everywhere, photography, advertisements are apps, like everywhere. They're on commercials. They're on uh, billboards. <clears throat> they're literally Anything everywhere you, see. you look. And so you can go ahead. No, sorry. go ahead. I'm just saying like, you know, Every business owner, well, not but more like clothing lines and or you know like even like Coca Cola or just people who need photography done for their business should know copyright law, photography, like the laws of photography, licensing. Big businesses they should know do, that. you know, yeah. big businesses do because they know they know what they're getting into. They know how long they want to license. I mean, everything you see that's advertisement is what a photo. Or a video. It's one of the two. Right. And I think that's what, I think we were saying that in the last episode about social media. You know, and that, that's kind of the sucky thing about social media because it's so easy to get like these photographs. Like these people post and they tag the brands and, you know, it's so easy to get their hands on this stuff nowadays. And that's kind of like the tricky part about social media is, is how easy it is, but... Um, yeah, I, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, as the photographer, you need to know your rights. You need to know the laws of photography. Um, and even as not just a photographer, as artists, you know, you need to see, you need to know, I, I don't know the specific laws with artists or uh, what well, tattooed artists. I don't know. Like people who have like actually make art and stuff like that too. I don't know those. Yeah. I would imagine with tattoo artists, it's a little bit different because you're like, 
You know, I would say like if they come up with a design, it's still their art. You know, even yeah. though it's on somebody's arm, or like tattooed on their body, I feel like it's still their artwork. Yeah, I don't know how all that works. I guess um, it's like having a picture, right? Yeah. Or having a painting. Like it's hung on your wall, right? Like well, essentially, you know, like the human body for a tattoo artist is their canvas, right? Well, you know, when you're when you go to like an art expo, and you you, you well. I don't go to these because I'm not, I don't have enough money, but you know how people like sell their art and you, but when they sell their art, they sell like thousands of dollars and you also have to have their certificate saying it. Now you own this little piece of art. I mean, it's still, you didn't create it's it. Usually, it's usually a certificate of authenticity. Or that's though. what it is. That's what it is. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's, that's typically what you get when you like buy an art piece. Like, you know, it's like the real deal. The artist is like oh. saying, Okay, well then, never mind. And, or I don't they know. might they might have things in there saying like, "Hey, look, it's you can have it. It's you you bought it. You can hang it up on your wall, but you can't you can't resell it without my permission. You can't do typically if it's really high end pieces. That's usually what is stipulated in those contracts. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Then never mind. I don't know how all that works. We'll have to do some digging. on Yeah, that. we're not <laughs> we're not a picture or like those type of you know art art artists, but <laughs> um, but. I don't know. I mean, I think that I think we've touched everything we need to touch on licensing and copyright. Yeah, I mean, just to go brief brief over it, you need the you need the the license, what type of license it is. You oh need, yeah, yeah, you do need to talk about that really. really yeah, quickly. no, no, no. I'm just gonna I'm gonna touch over. You need the you need the license and usage rights. You need the ownership. You need to state the owner of the photo clearly. If you have restrictions on use, state those. Um, and then the term. Yeah. Everything else is just like up to you. Um, the term is a really big one that's going to depict how much you're getting paid over the course of however long you do it. Which I, I do want to add in there as well. <clears throat> Having licensing, I don't. I don't think people really realize this. Depending on if you do a license where they have to pay you every month, and and you know it's kind of like kind of like having like a, a subscription you know what i mean like if they want to pay you every single month like like you pay for lightroom or or apple photoshop music. apple music you know you have to pay that stuff month to month so you could do a license like that and you know you're gonna make more money that way which would be cool and then you know they can use it for however long they want and then when they want to stop using it and they just stop paying you and you know you guys take them back or whatever it's but called that's called a perpetual license right and there's also, oops, I just hit the microphone. <laughs> there's also um, people who just do it like, you know, they have this one big uh, price and that you have them, they don't pay it month to month. They just pay this one fee and it's like for six months or maybe or a it's year. A, or it's a, it's a giant fee and it's paid over the course of the licensing term. Right. You know, there's a ton of different ways you can do it. But I think, you know, licensing, it's not, I don't think, I just don't think it's fair, especially when you work with brands who are making money, for them to just pay you one time to basically shoot the images and then they go and post them and just make money off your work, continuously make money. Yeah, and then work like, and you only got paid one time. I mean, that that's just not fair. I was getting ready to say for all the photographers that have shot with a brand, go and see if you if your photograph if your photo is still being used, right? And go and see if there's a link to their website because I guarantee if you took a picture for a brand, we still have pictures up for brands that we didn't do licensing and our our pictures are still up there. And yeah, because they still, were so good, still making them money, and. You're not getting a. You got paid five hundred dollars or seven hundred dollars or a thousand or fifteen hundred, and you're not getting 
any more money. That yeah, to that me is it. just like a no go. No. And anymore. Or they're or not even if they're still up there, they're still posting them. They're still posting photos from the shoot you did mm-hmm. a year ago or two years ago or you know, I'm sorry, get some new photographers, get some new images up on your thing. That's that's what draws me to a brand too is seeing n- not new photographers mostly because there's there's brands I mean, there's brands like Triangle and they use new photographers, but most of them have the same style. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But kind of, yeah, having like a same style, but doing different like themes or whatever or concepts. It's kind of like but, what's that one brand that just uses iPhone pictures? Oh, gosh. Yeah. See, I don't like iPhone pictures. I'm sorry. But if you love your brand, you will hire a photographer. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just I cannot. I can't see like when somebody shoots a brand has iPhone photos. I cannot see myself <clears throat> but in think it, about depending. It. You know what I mean? Think about No, I'm not we're not we won't get into that. Never mind. Anyways. <laughs> um I was I was saying something. Oh, I was saying, sorry, I'm like we're just all over the place. I was saying that at the end of the day you if you if you aren't doing a license right now, and you've been really wanting to, but don't know really where to start or whatever, or don't know if you should. And you're, especially if you're working with brands, you should have that licensing in place because I think they, you can make more money too. If they're making money off your photo, you should be making money as well at the end of the day. It's your photo. Agreed. So, and every photographer, if you don't agree, there's something wrong with you. But if you do, you need to get on it. Well, you need you to ask us. <clears throat> Dang, why did you need to ask us whether um for our we can send you our contract template. Yeah. We can send you where we got our contract template. And you know, you might lose potential clients. Oh, you're, again, no, you you know you're you're going to lose potential yeah. clients. There's going to be we've lost potential clients, but it's just what you know, as as a business, you just got to take that risk. You just got to accept the fact that not everybody's going to want to pay for it. Not everybody is completely comfortable with license. You want to try your best to make them comfortable, right? But not everybody's gonna be like, "Oh my god, I'm like leasing these photos." Like, "Oh, that's so bullshit." I'm gonna go hire this photographer. That's not well, gonna do you that. The, the, what the brands need to understand is, <clears throat> are you gonna even need that photo in five years? That's what brands don't get. No, no they're you're not, not gonna, gonna need it anymore. We've shot multiple brands and multiple stuff where they've only used the photos for like three months, or like they're advertising their summer collection. Like these brands, they have. They have a summer collection. They have a winter collection. They might have, you know, four season collection. Right. Well, then next year, they're they're going to put all that shit on layaway or sale, and they're going to get rid of that collection because they're not going to sell that collection anymore, right? Yeah. And they're going to start their new year over. They're not going to need those photos. They won't even photos. need it for six months, literally. Yeah. I mean, I that's... Mean, I, I think that's something I don't understand is that you might think you want these because it has your product in it. Sorry, am I too far? You might think you want these photos forever but after a year you're not even going to be selling the same product anymore so yes. why does it matter that, that product's gonna be on poshmark <clears throat> selling for ten dollars yeah that's why <laughs> yeah, as we say they're gonna be a chinese knockoff of it yeah really i mean, I mean that's why it, that's another big explaining factor for for brands and like what you need to also try to explain to them is like you're not going to use this photo forever you know, we can do it. Start do. I mean, it's not a good idea to start it out and give five year licenses and stuff like that, unless they're paying you like a lot of money. But excuse me, just just study it, learn it, and employ some of those things that you learn right. and see what works, 
what makes brands happy, what makes brands mad, what makes brands run away, what makes brands stay. You know, for us, we figured it out. We like doing the a perpetual model where mm-hmm. they select the number of photos that they want to use. They pay the licensing fee per month or how if actually we don't even force our clients in anything no we We just say hey look we have this payment model and we have this payment model one's forever one's limited and they choose whichever one brands that know hey i want to run this ad for six months i want to run this ad for three months they're going to go with the with the three month one Mm -hmm. brands that say i don't know i want to run this for a couple of things. I want to keep it on my Instagram, see what it does. They might want to go with the perpetual model because they don't know how long they're going to use that photo. <clears throat> and if they end up liking the photo a lot, they can keep it and we can renegotiate prices or something like I, I just, Right. You just got to figure out and brainstorm and become creative with it. Can we talk a little bit more? We didn't really go, not in depth, because this isn't really a, a thing that we need to go in depth about. It's just kind of... About model release forms, like can yeah. we just say, just just like a few instances, like for instance, you know what I mean, like just okay, a few examples a of how we've used it in the past. Um, you take pictures of a model, right? Right. You decide you want to sell that model. That model has is in a bikini, and her, you know, her breasts look good. She she's a beautiful model. Everything about her, she's very exposed. Let's just call it that. Okay. You decide to sell that as a print. Okay. And you didn't have the model sign a release form. And she, okay, right? She didn't have, she didn't sign a model release form. Right. So she could come after you. You're making money off that, right? Mm Mm-hmm. She didn't agree to that, nor did she agree to have you or get those pictures taken of her, of her private self, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And be sold on the internet for everybody to buy. Right. That is a prime example of why you need to have a model release form. Because it states that they are consenting to the photographer taking pictures of them. Mm-hmm. And that the photographer can do what they like with that photo. Mm-hmm. You know, slimy photographers, they might they might be, you know, scummy and do whatever. But for just the general purpose, you have because that model could come after you and say, right. "I want to get paid, and I'm going to sue you for using my body in an inappropriate way." Right? Right. I <clears throat> I just remember us also when we worked with brands, especially models who are with agencies who are signed. You know, not so much models who aren't really signed. They kind of you know they're just happy to be getting pictures done, <laughs> but. Um, you know, models who do this for a living and model full time who's like, I don't really need my photos taken. I'm kind of here for you or for your this brand or whatever. I just remember in the past, you know, models, you can, they're a little hesitant to sign something without their agent present or without their agent at least reading over it. So kind of. You know why? Why? Because they don't know. Yeah. Their agents take care of all that stuff. And I'm sorry, but some of those models get ripped yeah. from their agents. And that's so, so bad. Like, I, I've heard, like, horror stories about, like... Horror. Directions. <laughs> and I've heard, like, really great things about them. So, I mean, I I don't know which one to believe. But for... And I guess, I guess that goes with every modeling agency. Like, there's horror stories and there's really great stories. So, 
I feel like they just have different people working for them. You know, I guess yeah. the agents are just all different. And it's like the music business. There's well, and agents there's and there's one, really good agents. I've heard that, you know, there's like one agent for like every 30 models, you know. So they're dealing with so many, you know, so many things all at once. They probably don't even want to deal with any type of more model, model lease forms or contracts <laughs> or anything like that. They're like, okay, we, no, we're not doing all this. You yeah. know what I mean? And then like our, our model release form is, it's really basic. I mean... It's like the the biggest part. Can I? I'm gonna read this real quick. You don't have to read it all. Just I'm not gonna read. I'm not gonna read it all. But like the biggest part is in consideration of my engagement as a model for the other good and valuable consideration herein acknowledged as received. I hereby grant the following permission and rights to Cameron Hayes Photography LLC, which is obviously us. You know, and it says to use the photographs with. Um, you know, she can. You can assign those photographs to anybody to use. With your permission, with only your permission, because she's already granted permission, right? Right. So that's what the that's what the model release form protects. It just makes sure the model understands that she is there and is like understanding. Yeah. <laughs> I guess <laughs> like she's not gonna. I don't know. I don't. I don't really know. I would imagine it'd be like a really famous model that would do that, but I don't. I mean, well, we've we've had not so much famous, but just like, yeah, like I said, like they've just been signed and they're like, look, I can't sign anything without my agent being present. And like, I get that. I understand that. Um, so it's just kind of it can be kind of tricky in a way. Um, but mm-hmm. again, the model release form isn't saying like it's just you got to read it, you know, and you know, we try to hand it out before the shoot and just say, hey, we try to hand it out well before the shoot yeah just so, they so have, we're ready to yeah go. so they have time to look it over and if they do have agents that need to look it over they can because you know in some contracts i believe like the model can't sign things for herself without her agent's consent i think mm-hmm. i'm not totally sure about that but I, I have heard somebody like saying like they can't they literally can't sign anything because it's not like a power of attorney but like they can't like their agent has to read it over and make sure it's in the interest of her business. You know, cause well, we've I guess had a model that just straight up said, I, I'm, I, I'm not signing this. They got their agent to read over it. She's like, she's not signing this and she couldn't work with us. Yeah. I mean, I sometimes mean, that happens. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. it's just, it's, it's not like we have this huge complicated contract. It's literally a page and it just says, Hey, you're here. You know what you're doing. You know, I'm taking these photos of you. You know, they're my photos. You're, con- you're, air quotes consenting i mean you're consenting to letting me take photos of you especially if they're going to be like maybe a little sexy like and and pretty and whatever so it that's really all we want them to know and just say hey you know if you post these you gotta like acknowledge that i took them whatever and typically if a person says no to it like that one it's because they want to get paid Mm -hmm. if you're gonna that's kind of like they the model wants to get paid if you're going to be using her picture as in, like, that's what people don't understand. Like, you can negotiate a model release. Like, well, and gonna... I, especially if it's for a brand, I'm not gonna, I'm not the one that pays you. Like, it's yeah. the brand that pays you. Exactly. It's not me. It, exactly. And that's, that's more, that's more or less like what I was gonna get at was like the brand, it would be responsible for paying. It's, this is more of a release in the form of, for us, we're taking your pictures and that you know that we have your pictures and that they're ours, not necessarily like, hey, we're going to go make a shit ton of money right. and you're not going to get a por- portion of it. Because models deserve to get their fair cut too. Mm-hmm. You know, those those big models, they they know what they're doing. They have people that represent them and get paid. So mm-hmm. that one kind of goes both ways in a sense. Like, 
Yeah, I just I, I kind of just want to touch that a little bit, yeah. touch base with that, just because I, we talked about it with the contracts, and I just wanted to make sure that people knew, like, you know, it's important and to have it. But yeah, just to that story is don't you shouldn't take pictures of somebody without a model release, like even if it's even if it's a wedding photographer, it, it's everybody. Get them to sign a model release. Don't don't take pictures of anybody without a model release form. Yeah, you should definitely have that in place. That's a good insurance protection, too. Right. I guess, lastly, you know, kind of like to finish things off, um, we can't talk about this boring, but like. Oh, God, let me guess. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's going to be boring. It's going to be about taxes. Yes. Ain't it? I mean, not boring. Like, you need to know this. Like, you got to know about taxes. We're not going to sit here and like talk about taxes or whatever, but you, I, I really want it to be known because we don't, me and Austin have somebody that does our taxes. We don't do our, we don't, we don't file our own taxes. We, we have somebody that files our taxes. That's it. That's what I just said. We don't file our own taxes. Yeah, I know. But like, as far as taxing and bookkeeping goes, we do all that. That's what I said. Yeah. That's what I'm, that's oh, what I was getting to. Yes. Okay. I just want people to know. I don't think enough people know. I didn't. I didn't know what you could write off. As a business expense, I was so shocked to hear that you could like, you know, we're about to be living in an apartment at the end of the month. I'm so it's it's so crazy to me that you can write off your home. It's not crazy because it's amazing, but it's like I did. I just didn't know you could do that. Like when we were starting out with doing ta- our taxes as as a business. So yeah, I just want people to know what all they can write off and. Because I don't think people do that. <laughs> like, no. And I don't. People who are starting out, at least. People think, like, I'm. I don't want to pay taxes. I, I get it. Like, they're, they're good. And the government does whatever they do with the money. You know, who, who knows what they do with it? Don't come for us, government. Yeah, <laughs> they, they do. We just, we just basically fund their, fund their activities. Um, <laughs> So I want to pay as little taxes as possible. Anybody that, you know, makes a lot of money wants to pay as little taxes as possible. If you want to pay a lot of money in tax and give all your hard-earned money to the government, then by all means. Like, we pay our taxes and we do, you know, we do our due diligence to make sure we're not going to get audited by the IRS. But, you know, people don't understand, like, there's so much money left on the table when they don't take deductions. Like, a deduction means you're taking this expense for your business, right? Mm-hmm. And then later when it's tax time, you're writing that expense off. Mm-hmm. So it subtracts from your gross income, which is, right. you know, <clears throat> the gross income is obviously, like, the money pre-tax. And then your net income is usually, I, I believe it's set up your gross, and then you have your net, and then you have your net after tax, which it's getting juicy, guys. I know this is this is the fun shit, you this know, to is, me. So like, we love it. Yeah, f- yeah, you love it, right? <laughs> For Austin's me, Austin's like, you guys should see him in here. He is I'm getting excited. His hands are going up. <laughs> He's starting to sweat a little bit. The veins popping out of his forehead. Palms sweaty, knees weak. <laughs> <laughs> like he is, no, he but, is eating this shit. Up. <laughs> yeah, for real. Because like this is like this is like a fun part to me because I love, I love getting more money. You know, for yes. me, that's that's it. That's the thought in your head is mo money, mo money, no problems. No, for real though. Like <laughs> you start off like at that, and like we'll go into some of like the basic business write-offs. But the rule of thumb is like if you use it for business, it's a business write-off. So if you drive, 
like the standard mileage, you know, that might be a really well-known thing. Like it's, I think it's 56.5 cents per mile that you can write off. So you keep track of your miles. You write that off at the end. Literally anything business related, <laughs> anything, mm-hmm. anything business related. Our office. Write it off mm-hmm. because we love tax write-offs. Yes. Everything. <laughs> we love it and we love having expenses, but then you don't want to like, you know, like, you know, there's how there's some people out there who like completely drain the bank and their business by digging everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Typically don't you don't do want to, I was about to say, <laughs> typically you don't want to like operate at a negative, you know, income for like, like the whole time you're in business. Cause that might raise red flags. <laughs> yeah. But like, I mean like starting off, like the IRS knows like you're going to be spending a lot more money than you're making cause you're starting. So like typically like on our tax returns, I mean, I believe it's all, it's all public since we're an LLC. Mm-hmm. Um, we netted negative $500. Like yeah. <laughs> that's how much we made. We, Woo. we, we went negative, <laughs> but that was know. like our, what our first year as yeah. a business this year we're on track to go negative 3000 for like, or something like that for, <laughs> yeah, we're making so much money guys <laughs> Yeah, going negative, but like, it's just because like we deduct expenses and, you know, take, take deductions and like we we were talking we were on this photo shoot one time and this girl she uses her car for business and it's a beautiful car had to been like sixty thousand dollars right mm-hmm. and i asked her about it. i said hey you using it like are you taking a tax write off on that she said no like girl you're missing out like why why <laughs> would i do that like it's like i bought it i'm like you use it for business and it's over six thousand pounds right which is you know, the IRS. So if it's over 6,000 pounds, you get a hundred percent tax write off and that's $60,000. She could written off in her taxes that she wouldn't have to pay tax on. Yeah. You know, $60,000 tax, you probably get what? 50, 40, 40 something. Like, I don't know what the tax bracket is for that. I don't know exactly, but she could be doing that. She could write $60,000 off and take that home. mm -hmm. She'd get a free car basically. Right. But they don't do it because they don't understand it. They've never taken the time. Like, that's why there's, like, you know, people hate on everybody that doesn't pay taxes. Well, they just have people that find loopholes. Like, the IRS is full of freaking loopholes. Right. In the system. And if you know how to take advantage of that or you have somebody that knows how to take advantage of the IRS system or the tax system, then, you know, too bad for them. I mean, that's it's there. So, and it's there for a reason. There's loopholes in there for a reason, you know. For us, we deduct our Don't come for us government. Yeah, for real. <laughs> we deduct our uh, our home office expense, which is you can do home office like all advertising. Like people don't know that they write off your website, write off. Yep. Your Anything you use for business. Yeah. Anything you touch or use for business is a tax write off. Studio fees. If you have to shoot in a studio, which sorry, this is kind of not off topic, but like also just going back to like the brands and things. Make sure you're charging for this stuff as well. Like if you're like, if you're shooting for a brand or something, make sure that they are paying the studio fees. Make sure that they are paying for your gas. Make sure that they're paying for film and film processing if you're using it. Sorry, this is. It just got me thinking to yeah. make sure that you're not paying all this stuff if you're doing this for. You can, else. but you better charge more. Um, but yeah. Anyways, continue. Yeah, and then like, I mean, along with taking all these tax write-offs and like getting stuff getting stuff written off. You need, need to make sure that you're keeping good books. Right. Because if you're taking $50,000 and $12,000 and, 
you know, $7,000 or $5,000. You know, like we wrote off all of our Mac, all of our Apple stuff. You know how expensive Apple stuff can get. Yeah. I mean, some of that stuff is like $4,000. So everything. If you're not keeping record of that and you do happen to get audited, audited, and you have no record, then you're going to like really raise some red flags and you can get in trouble big time. And get well, and you also, especially this is why we we try to do this. It's it's nice that it's me and you because you know just the other day I was talking to my friend and she got audited and but she has somebody who does her taxes for her and but but he also does all her books for her as well. And I just think it's better you if you're if you own your own business, you need to be doing that yourself as well you don't not like not necessarily doing it yourself but you need to know you need to know like what what it is that's what i mean you're yeah. do, like what yes, it is like, like that's yeah because like if you go in here and you say hey i'm gonna charge everything on this business card and you have somebody doing it and you don't really know like what's going on well he like i don't know what what could have happened if he you know took really weird deductions like i mean there are some deductions that will flag the irs and like say hey we're gonna look into this or you know there's some stuff like that like if you're taking absurd amounts of like deductions just like in one year and you're like negative a hundred thousand or something like that like then you're obviously gonna flag somebody but as a business owner you need to know like that type of stuff you need to know good accounting you need to know good business skills right good good business financial skills Mm -hmm. and you need to know the tax law yeah. Like you need to know if you're making X amount of dollars per year, what tax bracket you're going to be in, how much tax you could pay potentially. Right. I mean, <clears throat> unfortunately, this is the not so fun part of being a business. Yeah. Owner, I mean, a this creative is, business owner. <laughs> honestly, this is the freaking bulk of it, though. Like, yes, this is stuff. That shooting is like one percent of what Cameron does. And like other ninety nine percent is finding business opportunities, keeping good financial records, Literally studying, everything else. studying yes. tax, studying. Literally. Contract law. It's like just expanding and finding different ways. And like I said that in a, a couple episodes, I think I said that in the episode where I talked about um, creative lulls. Like if you're going, like again, if you're going through a creative lull, and you, you just by shooting, you know, then this is the stuff you should be doing as well. Like don't have like a dry spell with your with your business you yeah know, you just gotta stay motivated cre- yes if you're creatively struggling you know i unfortunately if you're trying to make it a business you you can't struggle in this side of it because or else you, you're probably not gonna make it well any i was about to <laughs> say know? any business owner that doesn't understand this is gonna fail yeah. like you won't you, you typically you won't see any business owner that gets it that understands it he might hire other people to do it and he may have other people dealing with it, and but he, the business owner, probably knows it. So if you find somebody that has, I have no fucking clue what I'm doing. Like mm-hmm. I don't know what this is. I don't know what tax writers are. I, don't, I didn't know I could do all that. Well, they're probably not going to make it because they don't have good business. I don't like literature. Like they don't have good business like mindset. Like at the end of the day, like when you decide you want to run a business, well, that's what comes with it. Like right. understanding all that stuff. And it's not just like, oh yeah, I'm going to take pictures for money. Well, no, if not. you want to take pictures for money, then go take pictures for money and get the shit tax out of you. Well, I mean, I remember when I quit, I quit uh community college, you know, I was going to community college for a semester. And when I quit and I was just like, oh yes, yeah, like this is going to be so fun. Like 
you know, taking pictures and getting paid for doing what I love. And yep. yeah, it's fun. And then you got this shit on the other side that's not so fun. Yeah, and it ain't just taking to, pictures. You know, that you have to, you have to do. You have to know. You have to be involved in. And, or else you're just not going to make, you probably, and, it's going to be, it's going to be a very It just makes ride. it <laughs> 10 times harder than it has to be. Like, yeah. That's what I tell Cameron. I'm like, look, you don't have to do this on a daily basis, but you have to know what I'm talking about when I'm talking to you. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to know what, you know, like what accounting software we're using, you know, what is and isn't a business expense, what you use the business card for, what you shouldn't use the business card for. And if you do, let me know. Like all this type of stuff, like paper, business expense, pens, business expense. Like <laughs> yeah, literally everything. Our, our air. <laughs> air you breathe. No, I'm just kidding. But the stuff that we are going into, like our apartment, 400 square feet of that is going to be a business expense, which yeah. is you know, how much money, like I, like you have to know this type of stuff as a business owner. Yeah. If you rent a space, you know, business expense, this is probably somebody's listening to this. I'm sure it's literally their heart is in their ass right now. Terrified who, who just didn't know any of this and it doesn't have to be scary. It's definitely, I'm sure it's a little bit more confusing and hard when you're doing this alone. Like I'm happy to have you and you know, we have each other to, you know, help each other out. You know, but and so I'm I'm I am sure that if you're alone doing this by yourself, it's it's tough. But you know, it, it doesn't have to be scary because you don't have to rush it. You yeah, know what no. I mean? You're you're a business takes time to grow, and you know it it's not gonna all fall into your lap well, in one year. Here's what you know? I see, and you're right. Like it it does take time, but what I see is. It gets so suffocating. It does. Because people don't understand. Like, it's not, if you take the time and you learn it, it's not hard. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very easy, in fact. Like, you can get away for the most part doing a simple business, knowing very simple things. If you want to go deep dive into it and find all the loopholes, you can. But what I see is single people that do it, that are just a single member, you know, whatever. Right. They get suffocated by everything because they don't understand that, like, when they go and do the business, it ain't just taking pictures. Yeah. Like, there's so much other things that you have to worry about. And, like, as a business, you you kind of transform. Like, for me, we transform from, like, being a sole proprietor. Like, oh, I'm doing it for fun. Like, I'm going to do it for some money. To, like, when you become a business. Well, now I don't want to have on my record I work for a business that failed. Right. You know, I want to do everything in my power to make sure that this this business works. And having two people definitely definitely helps out with that but like i feel like if you're solo you just like it i gotta take pictures i gotta well, do this i gotta well, do that's that what sucks because when you're by yourself like i'm I, again like i'm so happy to have you because it when you're by yourself you have all these dreams and aspirations that you is that right yeah you don't know where to get started it's it's you 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 want to you have these like hard to get motivated you see where you want to be and you you want to get there so bad but and you want to stay creative, but I think it, it's hard when you when you have to deal with the not as creatives don't like math. Creatives don't like you know the law, like doing stuff with the law. Like they just we don't. I don't as a creative. I want to stay creative and just take photos and be rich and a millionaire. <laughs> but 
it's just not realistic. You have to just know, you, you have to be a business person as well. Like you need to be a business owner and a creative at, at the same time. You have to wear many hats. Yeah. And that's, know? and that is a draining process to do. So like anybody that's out there doing it alone, you know, we're more than happy to help. Yeah. I would say reach out to somebody, ask them, you know, I actually do bookkeeping. I haven't really like fully launched it yet, but I, that's what I do. I, I do uh very, very minimal, easy, you know, I walk you through the process, but <clears throat> reach out to somebody. I mean, talk to people like, don't let this stuff suffocate you and get you like not motivated anymore because that's what I see. Like people like, Oh, it's too hard. Like, I didn't realize I'm just going to go back and get my regular job and then keep doing it on the side. And that's like, for me, that's like the worst thing I could hear. Cause I was like, I would want you to do everything you possibly could and then fail. Right. Yeah. Cause then, you know, you did everything in your power and it didn't work out. Yeah. You can't say, I, I gave up on that early. That's why it didn't work out. Well, and you know, people are, people are in, they do have different circumstances going on. Yeah. They are, you know, already living on their own, you know, and, don't have the money to fund their business or, you know, and unfortunately comes down to mindset. Yeah. Really. I mean, yeah. I just, if you want to do it, you're I mean, I'm sure do it's it. easier said than done, but it just, you might not be able to go on that trip or you might not be able to buy new clothes every week or if, you know, if you want to run a business and you're doing it all on your own, like you got to be focused on that business a hundred percent. When I first moved down to Charlotte, I worked in retail and I worked in the restaurant industry and I was also trying to start my, huh? No, I was going to say 725. I remember. I know. I would leave after working for four hours knowing I like, I'm, I'm leaving with 40 or $30 in my paycheck and I would go, I would drive home absolutely crying or, you know, in the restaurant, I was making decent money and I'd still leave crying because I worked with assholes. So, yeah, you made some good money working at that it, restaurant. It didn't matter. Yeah. It, but, you know, but it wasn't happiness. Like, no, it was not happiness. It wasn't what I wanted to be doing. You know, I, I, I had to give it up and I had to be broke for a hot minute. I was, I wasn't able to do anything. Yeah. But see, like, if you're doing what you love, you're never going to be broke. No. Right? Like, if you if you truly do what you love and you love doing, it doesn't matter if you make a dollar a year, you're going to be the happiest person rather than this person making millions and depressed, right? Yes, exactly. And, like, that's what that's what I love. Like, that's why I was like, you know, I, I would do what I had to do to get, like, if I had to. I've never been in that position to where, like, I had to go get a job and make ends meet. But, like, I love doing what I do with you. Mm-hmm. And I'm bound and determined to probably, I love, like, I mean, keep it going. Like, I don't... Being our own bosses. Yeah. Having our own schedule. You know, we can go visit. I can go visit my family anytime I want. The freedom you know? that it affords. Yeah. I mean, I... If this is what you want, you got to want it bad enough to where there are some risks, but there's so many rewards. There's so many rewards. So... Well, yeah. I mean, that's the saying. Like, low yeah. risk, low, low reward, high Good risk, job. high, high reward. <laughs> you know, that, I mean that. I mean that's just it. You're not gonna ever, unless you win the lottery. You're not gonna do anything without any risk yeah. or any reward. If it, that's, I mean, that, that's just like that's just the same. That's the motto of life, man. Yeah, high risk, high reward. That's why, like, if you want to go super risky, you're gonna get. You can get this, but yeah. you can also lose everything, right? Right. Right. It's risky. Yeah. But the reward is great, and I think like if you love what you do and you you love doing it, then 
doesn't seem to come in the way, but right. Well, those are just a few things that I had in mind. I we obviously didn't talk about every single thing in the business that we could be talking about. So these are a few things that some people came to me personally and said, "Hey, I'm a little confused with all this stuff. Help me out." So that's why I mean, that's why I wanted to do this business episode first. I think just because. I already had a lot of people coming to me about it, but you know, if there's anything that Austin and I didn't cover that you were expecting or anything you would like to hear maybe even more of, feel free to like, let me know. Um, you can DM me on Instagram, you can write me on Twitter, you know, anything. Um, but that, that basically covers a little bit what I want to talk about. I mean, there's obviously, again, there's so much more uh, in the business that we could talk yeah, about. Yeah, but, but that would get... That would get so long and boring and people would start... It would be a big snooze fest and I don't... Yeah, I just, snooze fest for you. For me. Austin would be over there like literally so happy. I can talk about it for hours. But yeah, I mean, that basically wraps up like the the gist of it. I, I mean, mean, yeah, that's that's really all I wanted to cover, so... Cool. Um, yeah, again, happy Tuesday, everybody. And I think that's it. Later. Cut it. Peace. Oh my gosh. We really got to talk about it. We're wearing headphones, Austin. All right. Literally, cut it. <laughs> <laughs>